Welcome to the Next Level Woman podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Hart, the results manifestation coach for women. I am on a mission to help them just like you to break through your limiting beliefs, your old programming and paradigms to truly manifest a life that you want, not what everyone else in your world and in society tells you that you should have, but what you want. You are in for such a treat because what we're going to be doing in this show is to help you unlock the secrets to manifesting that life. Where those secrets exist, they exist in your mind. And our goal through these episodes is to really help you unlock the secrets to take your life to the next level to manifest a life that you love. So whether you want more money, more freedom, to have more impact, better relationships, you want better health, happiness, whatever your goal is, we are here to support you in achieving it. Tune in to this podcast every single week like it's your job, because I promise you, it's going to create massive change in your life. So let's do this. Welcome back to The Next Level Woman. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Hart, and I am really excited because I have Ellen Newhouse here, and I'm going to have to read her very long, amazing bio, uh, but you're going to love this. So for the past 31 years, she has been empowering women and men to heal their emotional, physical, and spiritual bodies with a healthy dose of woo and a whole lot of wisdom. She's taught thousands of people how to recognize and clear old held negative emotions and limiting beliefs so they can integrate their best selves and create the life they have always dreamed of. In her work, she combines transformational healing with acupuncture, sound healing, and energy medicine. While she holds a master's degree in acupuncture and oriental medicine, NIAOM, and a degree in economic and international relations from Syracuse University, The greatest gifts she brings to her patients are her ability to deeply listen, to understand emotional constructs, identify energetic blockages, and to engage in healing using her deep connection with spirit and her deep love and care for the journey. Her passion for understanding the human condition came out of her quest to heal her own dysfunctional past which manifested as a disturbing, untreatable lung illness erupting at 26 years of age. This led her to a deep relationship with herself, with spirit, and with the healing way forward. She was her very first patient, and she's been successfully working with and guiding patients ever since. Ellen, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be with you and talk with your peoples. (laughs) Yes. Well, we'd love to hear more about your story. I know you have many stories, but you were telling me a little bit about something more recent with COVID. Yes. What an interesting time 2020 has been for all of us. And what I thought I'd talk about is how it really looked terrible starting in January of 2020, I went off on an amazing bluebird day with the first, you know, 
ski trip of the season. I got up on the chairlift and it was absolutely stunningly beautiful out, which is rare in the Pacific Northwest. And within, mm, I would say, I don't know, maybe a thousand feet of my first run, I ran right into a snow mound and heard a snap. And right as I heard that snap, I knew I was in deep trouble. I was like, oh no. Anyway, then after the first yelp of like, ow, that really hurts. The next moment I was like, what is this about? You know, I have come to the conclusion that life is happening for us. And no matter what is going on in your life, for those of you who are listening, I want you to see, can you ask the question, how is this happening for me? So often it looks like it's happening against us. I mean, first ski, first ski, you know, trip and the first run of the day and my, and I knew I had broken something though. I have never broken anything. Oh no, that's not true. Broke one other thing, but that snap was unforgettable. And I knew it was a bone. I was like, oh dear. Anyway, sure enough, I broke my leg and I am not somebody who sits still. So the idea when they said, well, you're not going to need surgery, but you will need three casts, three. And I was like, oh no. And I knew that three casts probably meant about three months. And I'm like, oh dear. And we live in this beautiful home, but the upstairs and the downstairs are separated by this gorgeous staircase. But when you're on crutches, it becomes very steep. Long story short, I had to sit still for three months and mm -hmm. it was like everything was conspiring. People couldn't come visit me for whatever reason. So it was really very, very solitary. And during that time, a lot of old, it's amazing how much we can shove down inside of us. That's <laughs> so true. <laughs> right? I mean, a lot of old issues started to arise. And I felt like I was on this merry-go-round of emotions. One day it was sobbing. The next day it was laughing. One day it was anger. The next day it was rage. And I was like, wow. And I've done a lot of work on myself. I mean, since I was 26 and I was shocked, but I kept going through it and I loved to journal. So I was journaling and all. And and I kept asking the question, you know, how is this a gift? How is this a blessing for me? So my very last, the day that, um, so my leg came out of a cast and I went for my first um, rehabbing of my leg. And I walked in, I thought, this hospital feels really weird. And I didn't understand what was going on. Sure enough, you know, Within 24 hours, I heard that we were going into lockdown. And I was like, whoa. And just that compiled, you know, I just got my freedom. And then I don't have any freedom at all. Mm -hmm. And just the unknown of what was COVID, what, you know, how bad was this? I mean, we all knew it was bad in order to go on lockdown. But, you know, just the the unknown of that. And within 24 hours of going into lockdown, I got the worst phone call of my life. The phone call I have dreaded my whole life, which was 
um, my mother's nurse called me to tell me that my already very ill mother was really ill. And I've always dreaded this phone call my whole life. Um, my mom and I have a very long and difficult journey together, which if you're interested, for those of you who are listening, you can read it in my memoir and and I'm sure you'll post it at the end of Absolutely your- Absolutely, yeah, show notes. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and within 24 hours of that phone call, I called my mom's nurse back and I said, have you tested her for COVID? Now they were on the East Coast, so they were not as cued into COVID as we were. And she was like, no, 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 no. And I said, I think she needs it. Sure enough, she had COVID. And she was living in a nursing facility because she- was very ill from Parkinson's and Alzheimer's on top of the mental illness she already lived with. Oh, so it was, it was, you know, it was almost predictable that my mom would get COVID. I mean, you know, given my mom's life, it was like, oh my goodness, here we are. And unfortunately on June 10th of that year, she passed away from complications of COVID. Oh, and before that, I mean, this year, this 2020 year was like, are you kidding me? I kept saying to God, seriously, like seriously, <laughs> you know, cause it really looked terrible. And that's, I guess the point I want to make is that if your life looks terrible right now, do not believe it, right? Do not believe the, what you see, because it can look bad, right? You know, our lives can be a mess, but in the next moment, we might have great insight. So that's exactly what happened after my mom died, after I broke my leg, after my show was canceled, after my mom died, I went into a deep dive. It was not very pretty. I did not feel good. My body was really having a hard time with the grief. I never experienced grief the way I did with my mom. You know, to Uh me, grief looks like sobbing and crying, you know, that kind of grief. But that was not this kind of grief. This was a different grief. It was my body literally had had enough and I was exhausted, beyond exhausted. And without giving you all the dirty details, um, let's just say that my stomach just was not behaving well at all. And it was a kind of grief that I was not familiar with. And so I got to learn about a new grief. Now, for mm, 10 months, no, let's say, yeah, no, 10 months. So for 10 months, it looked terrible. I I didn't have any idea of what I was going to do next. Now, amazingly, I could continue to see my patients, which is the mainstay of of what I do every day. Uh And and that fortified me. At least I could feel like I was on purpose, but I felt not on purpose. Have you ever felt that? You know, I mean, I just felt like, oh, what am I doing here? You know, why (laughs) am I, what am I doing on the planet, people? And I felt depressed. I was in grief. And I kept searching and I kept also asking the question on my good days, how is this serving me? What am I here to learn? Because at this point in my life, I have really come to the conclusion that anything that you're going through is 
mana for your, your soul. It is healing for you, believe it or not. Yes, everything. And so after the 10 months, I began to get little nudges like, well, I miss my creativity. And so I began to follow that. Now it didn't immediately like light up. Yes, this is it. You know, I had to try things out. And I think that's another point. Don't, for those of you who are listening, let's not assume you're going to get the answer right away. You have to participate in life. You have to Mm -hmm. try things out, you know, and be willing to fail miserably. And I did, you know, I thought, okay, I'll start my next book. And I tried it out. The first chapter went smooth. It was like, yes, this is it. And by chapter two and a half, I'm like, no, this isn't it. And so I, you know, just kept going back and going back. So now we are, so we started January, 2020. We are now approaching January of 2022. So this is almost two years now, right? And I have to tell you, out of all of that darkness, out of all of that really hard days and months, what has happened is that my creativity is more alive than ever. I have started my next book, which I'm in love with. And I have started, like you, a podcast that I love. Just like I love doing it. Every time that I get to interview somebody, every time I do a solo show, I just like, I'm waking up in the morning thinking, oh, what more can I do with this podcast? You know, I'm really, it's like a new lover. And oh, uh-huh. it's such a delicious feeling. And I have also now been writing a new show. Um, because my last show, um, we had to put on pause because I feel it's the story of how I overcame my violent childhood, went through a healing crisis and learned about forgiveness and love. And while it's a beautiful story in the end, it's a, it's a hard story to go through. And I felt ethically that we needed to put it on pause because COVID's been so hard for people, you right. know? I didn't want to ask people to go to that deep, dark, emotional place for a little bit. They need a rest, you know, and we're not even over COVID yet. I mean, we're still in the throes of it. Not as bad. Thank goodness. But it's, you know, we're still there. We are like, I still work in the urgent care clinic from time to time. And I'm always surprised when we're still having positive cases. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, where are you located? What part of the country are you in? Uh, currently, I am in rural Oregon. Oh, oh, really? Oh, yes, well, hello, yes, neighbors. Yes, yes. I know. <laughs> but you're originally from the South, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Originally from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Ah, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, you know, I want to tell your listeners that, you know, no matter where you're at, assume it's for your highest healing and your highest good. Because it's so easy to look at the bad stuff and go, oh, my Lord, you know, oh, my goodness, it's never going to get better, you know, and there are going to be days when you feel like that, like I did, believe me. And I didn't even have the energy, frankly, to feel that bad. It was just this malaise, like Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't get up to exercise, which I love to do. I couldn't, I just didn't have the energy even to do my laundry. Thank God I have a beautiful, wonderful husband who was like, 
you know, it's all right. You know, just, just you do what you need to do. I, I didn't even know what I needed to do, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, think out of really hard days can come beautiful awarenesses and you can open to new parts of yourself. True. I'm sure that made you even more effective in your work with patients as well. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, it really, you know, I've been doing this work now. I know my bio said 31 years, but September was 32 years. And yes, my patients are like, whoa, Ellen, what happened to you? And I really had to look at that because so many people kept saying, whoa, Chico, what's going on? You're like going deep really quickly. And it did. I, I got so much clearer about healing and about what it requires after going through this whole last year and eight months, whatever it was. Now, do you ever talk about manifestation? Do you ever think about things from the perspective of how to manifest something? I, I'm interested in that. Yes, absolutely. I manifested my husband. All right. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. I believe that we work in co-creation with the universe. So you might call it God. Some people might call it spirit. Other people might call it a tree, whatever you call it. I don't care. But there is an energy, right? Because if you think about it from a scientific point of view, everything in the world is energy. Right. So even though we look like we're solid, we're actually not what we are. We're a bunch of spinning protons and neutrons. And 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 yes, we look solid. But when it really comes down to it, we are energy. Right. And so that energy connects with the greater energy in the universe. And today there's more science to back up all of this um, in quantum theory. You, anybody that's interested can look at quantum theory and it's written today in layman's terms. So don't worry if you're not a science person, it, you can find a lot of books on quantum theory and, and we're always discovering new things, right? So if our energy is say buzzing at a plus four, then we will connect magnetically with energy that's plus four. And let's say you are where I was during my grieving period, probably a negative 10. Well, then you're going to attract a negative 10. Now, I know that's going to sound bad, but don't worry. It's not bad. It's just everything. Think in terms of lessons. So let's say, so is there something that you particularly would like to to, um, manifest in your life right now? Uh, Let's see. Well, for me, um, Mm -hmm. I have a program I'm about to launch, so a full program. Plenty of people to help. Okay, perfect. And so do you have an idea of how many people you would like to attract? Yes. Okay. People. Mm -hmm. Six people? 10 people. Oh, 10 people. Perfect. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I'm asking you these specific questions is because then people can have a, have a sort of a 
a prototype of how to ask themselves a question. Absolutely. Right? Uh-huh. So what you want to do when you manifest is like, I'm asking Lisa right now, what, you know, what do you want to manifest? And what does that specifically look like? The reason for the specific, the being specific is the more specific we are, the easier it is for the universe to line up with us. So for example, let's just say you say, well, I don't know universe. What I'd love is I would just like a lot of money. Well, the universe is like, well, all right, a lot of money. We'll send her like a bunch of coins. Is that a lot of money? So they don't know. The energy field doesn't know what a lot of money is. So a lot of money to some people might be $100. A lot of money to other people might be a million dollars or some others, a billion dollars. So you want to be specific. Now, this is the tricky part. What you're going to notice as you get more specific is there might be a little voice that says, ooh, am I worthy? Is it okay to ask for that? Ooh, but, but I was told that that is not a good thing to ask for. Or sometimes if you grew up in a very religious home, you know, oh, no, no, don't ask for a lot, be humble. So we have very conflicting messages that often get in our way of manifesting the very thing we want. So the first thing is I say, listen, listen deeply to those voices. Do not make them wrong. Listen to them. They are helpers. They are information for you. So as you've been creating this program, what's the program? What's the name of it? Next Level Woman. I love it. Okay. So the program's called Next Level Woman. You want to attract 10 women that, who are ready to go to the next level, I'm assuming. Yes. So as you've been creating that, as you've been thinking about attracting those women, have you heard any little voices like, ooh, ooh no, 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 you're, you're not worthy or you're not ready or you're not good enough? So does anything like that come up for you? Sometimes, of course. Absolutely. Great. So yeah. for those of you who are now walking with Lisa and I on this, I want to say, write those critters down. I love calling them critters because that begins to make it a little fun. And the thing about healing is that you wanted to have fun because we take ourselves so seriously and we take our voices inside of our head so seriously. And then the more serious they, that we take it, it gives them power. So the way to disempower these voices is just to call them little critters. They're just little critters. And you know, little critters, we're not afraid of them. You know, they're no longer the big bad monster. So write down the little voices, the little critters, what they're saying. So if it says, oh, I'm not allowed, or I'm not worthy, or I am not, and this is a big one for a lot of women, I am not yet an expert enough. Now, for any woman who is listening to the show, I want to say, I will tell you, if you are already old enough to be listening to the show, you're already good enough to do whatever you want to do. You already have enough information. Now, let's say you're 21 and you're listening to the show. I say you still have enough to follow your dreams, right? Because you have you. And what we all want is we want whatever you have, because whatever you have, I don't have, I don't know that experience. So don't get listening 
and giving a lot of credence to these voices in your head. They're just voices, but we, we've become accustomed to listening to them too much. All right. So now you've heard those voices, write them down. Just say, oh, thank you. I hear you. Write them down. Then when you're done with this exercise, you're going to go back to all of those voices and you're going to say to them, I hear you. I thank you for coming to me at a time when you came to protect me. Because usually those voices, especially the ones that say, I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not educated enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not thin enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not old enough, I'm not young enough. I mean, there is, I mean, believe me, I have in 32 years, I've heard almost every reason not to do something. And basically those voices did come as protection once upon a time, but then they wear their welcome out. They stay too long. And then they begin to act as if they like run the show. Like, well, you're not good enough. You, you know, you failed miserably the last time you did X, Y, and Z. Oh, no, no, no. Do you know if, if you ask, do you know how much you are asking for? You know, so these are all voices that keep us from going for what we want. So you want to work with them. And you want to, basically what you're doing is you're demantling them. You're taking them down from being powerful and you're inserting the new belief. So let's say the voice says, oh, I couldn't possibly do that because I'm not smart enough. Let's start with that one. So then you understand that that came at a time when you needed some protection. Maybe people were bullying you. Maybe people were saying you were stupid. Maybe mm, maybe your parents said you weren't smart enough. Maybe your brother said you weren't smart enough. You know, I once worked with a woman and literally in the second grade, there was a little girl who sat right behind her and said, you're not smart. And it drove this voice to live in her head until she believed it. And we discovered her when we were doing our work together and we demantled, we, you know, disassembled her and we created a new belief. So the new belief was, and she couldn't get, you know, to, she couldn't jump to I'm smart. She jumped to the next step was I'm ready to know that I'm smart. So whatever voice you hear, you might just take the next step. So now we, we have a new belief. I'm ready to, and then you fill in the blank. And it will be something like the opposite. I'm ready to know that I'm smart. I'm ready to feel that I'm smart. I'm ready to know that I'm good enough. All right? And then you work with all the voices that you heard then. And not necessarily then the next step. You can do this step simultaneous. So in this case, Lisa, we're going to work with you. We're going to imagine that you've attracted the 10 women. They are the most awesome women. They are just, just so ready for the next step. They are so ready that they're willing to take whatever action you tell them to take. They're excited. They're super excited to be a part of the group. And then you start to envision that and not only envision it, but now you're going to marry it to how does that feel? 
So as I described that, how would that feel to you to imagine those women? Amazing. Yeah, it's exciting. (laughs) Yeah. So can you feel the excitement in your body, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Because we don't want just this to stay in your head. We need to embody what we want to manifest on the planet. Then I would say you want to spend time every day, probably like three or four times. And you guys, you can do it as you're driving. You can do it while you're walking you or running. You can do it while you're cooking dinner and definitely do it right before you go to sleep. You can do it when you wake up and it's like, oh, oh, thank you. Thank you, women, for coming in. Thank you for entrusting me with your heart and soul. And thank the universe for creating this beautiful group. And now you're fully imagining it as if it's already happening. And the reason for that is because whatever we imagine, we actually create. So look at something nearby you. I want to make my point. So right now I'm looking at a table. What, what, do, what do you have right nearby? A tripod. Perfect. So Lisa sees a tripod. I see a table. You might see a chair. So we call it a tripod, a table, a chair. But what is it really? Once upon a time, all it was was an idea in somebody's brain that they envisioned long enough, and then they put that envision into action, and that action became building a table, a tripod, a chair. So whatever you're wanting to create in your life, you start with an idea, and then you envision it, and then you begin to take whatever necessary steps. In, In some cases, you may not be actually building like your course, you built, but it's not with tools, you built it, well, it's with internet tools, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Digital course. So, but let's say you want to, like in my case, I wanted to envision a husband, a beautiful, incredible, soulful connection. So I did exact same steps and oh my goodness, you guys, I even tested it down to the water. I didn't date. I didn't put out any energy, like, you know, telling friends. I just did this. And within three months, I had a dream about my husband-to-be that felt so real and so alive and so loving. I woke up in the morning and I was like, and I heard his name, Jim. I woke up in the morning. I'm like, do I know any gyms? No, no, no. Called a friend of mine who knows my whole story. Like, do I know any gyms? Have I? She's like, no. I was like, are you sure? No, I'm sure. Anyway, um, so within a month of that dream, I met him. And it was incredible. The same name and everything, right? Yep. Same name. Yes, his name is Jim. We have now been together for 18 years. And we have been um, married now for 13 years. And it's incredible how we met because we would never have met out in the world unless I had moved to this hill that we all we, we both ended up living on. And because our paths were very, very different, and we would never have met on a match site, never, 
there was like, there's no way. And I have done match sites. I think they're great, but we never would have met on one. And it was all because I envisioned. It was incredible. And he is the perfect soulful partner for me. So I would say you can envision, you can materialize anything. You don't have to do something that is tangible. I mean, I envisioned love and the kind of love that I was seeking. Right. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's very inspiring. <laughs> very inspiring. So, um, gosh, I would normally ask what tip you have for our listeners, but I think that was wonderful. It was such a gift to put everyone through that exercise. Oh, good. Yeah. Thank you. Now, what's next for you? I'd like to invite you to. Oh, well, I'm was... so excited. So as you know, I've been, I started the podcast May of this year, 2021. I get, Do you get confused about which year we're in with COVID? I get so confused on the year. My goodness. Anyway, it's currently called Heart and Soul with Ellen Newhouse, and I am already rebranding it. The new name will be Fuel the Soul, and I'm so excited. Yeah, Yeah, I'm so excited about that. And I'm writing my next book, which is called Cry, Scream, Heal, a spiritual memoir. And it's the next part of my other book, which was also a memoir. And I am currently uh, writing a new show, which is basically a musical. And it's a beautiful story about a woman who finds her voice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So those are all the projects that are keeping me busy. And I'm still continuing to see patients who I love. And um, yeah, it's full. It's a full play. Wow. That's awesome. Well, you said you can't be still. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I did learn, I will tell you this from that, that three months, I did learn to be more still and out of the stillness actually is where I believe my creativity really, my deeper creativity really arose. from. So I highly recommend it. If you don't meditate and you hate the idea of meditating, I get you. And I want to say, you know what? Give it a shot. And you there are a bazillion ways to meditate. And you can do a walking meditation. You can do a chanting meditation. Oh, talking about that, would you like to finish with the sound healing? Yes, let's do it. Awesome. Okay. So I am going to use you as my focal point, if that's okay with you. Okay. And so for you and all of your listeners, all you have to do is just sit someplace. And if you're driving, I highly recommend that you stop the podcast right here and you come back to it. I don't recommend you um, drive while listening to the sound healing because it can take you deep within yourself. And that's not exactly where you want to be for driving. Um, So true. (laughs) Yeah. For everyone else, just find a comfortable place. And if you feel comfortable closing your eyes, feel free to do that. If you don't keep your eyes open, it's all good. And then just slowly begin to feel your breath and then just allow yourself to receive this healing.
Just allow yourself to feel the sound vibrating within you. And just know the sound will continue to work with you for the next 24 hours. And I always recommend that you drink extra water on this day. So how is that for you? Ah, I liked it. I've never experienced anything like that before. It's very nice. Oh, oh, lovely. Oh, lovely. (laughs) So just know, as I just said, that it will, the sound will continue to work with you. And sometimes it brings people a little bit more emotions than they're used to. So if that happens, just allow the emotion to flow through you and definitely drink more water today. So many gifts you brought to us today, Ellen. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It was such a joy. And good luck with your podcast. I I hope you enjoyed as much as I do. I just I'm having so much fun. Absolutely. Oh, good. Good. All right, my dear. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. Let me cut this. Hey, before you go, I hope that you loved this episode. I would love it if you could do me two quick favors. First, make sure to subscribe to Next Level Woman. That way, you will get notified when the new episodes are coming out. So definitely subscribe to follow us. The other thing that I would love for you to do is to join us in my Next Level Manifestation Facebook group. This is an awesome place off the podcast platform where you can ask questions. I do free trainings and share very helpful resources there too. You're going to love it. And it's a great place to also find other women who are going after big dreams and getting great results. Links are in the show notes or go to lisahart.com, L-I-E-S-A-H-A-R-T-E.com. E-S-A-H-A-R-T-E.com.